Kia this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kia ora, Wellington. You are listening to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Kia ora, Sadie. Hi. So you've just been listening to Perrine's interview about Wikipedia interving, uh, editing. <laughs> Words come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sadie, and um, I'm going to be talking about Inside Out, but first of all, I just want to do a, a related promo. <laughs> um I've been part of a group organising a clothing swap, which we've called Everybody's Clothing Swap. That's two words. Um, It's going to be at the Newtown Community Centre on October the 27th from 11 till 2. Um, We wanted to make an inclusive clothing swap um, where anybody could come along, all ages, all genders, all sizes, shapes, styles, whatever. Um, Even kids, we're hoping we have a kid's clothing area and it's just Koha Entry and no... Koha will go to Inside Out, um, who are an organisation that work to make Aotearoa a safer place for young people of minority genders and sexualities. Um, so, yeah, and we're also going to have some free vegan goodies and some cups of coffee and tea. So it'll be good Sounds to come like along too. Good afternoon out. <laughs> for sure. Even if you're not particularly into swapping the clothing, it'll be worth coming down. Is it going to be one of those things that there's just going to be so many mountains you don't know where to start or will it be kind of... <laughs> Ordered by colour or size or do we you know? We have ambitions of ordering <laughs> it, but I suspect it's going to be a lot, like there's been a lot of interest. Do you so, want clothing donations? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So some people say, I don't particularly want to swap, but I'm happy to drop off a whole lot of stuff. Um, there's a few places that you can drop off beforehand, so just have a look at the event on Facebook for that information. Um, but yeah, so I do suspect there's going to be a fair amount of Clothes to go through. So people will need that coffee that you're supplying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe turn up at 11 and plan to stay the entire time. <laughs> Should be fun. Anyway, so that's, um, I already told you a little bit about Inside Out, and today I'm talking to Kate Ashoff. Is that correct? It is. Um, Great. First time anyone's ever got it correct, so I was really? pretty, pretty oh, proud of that. Feeling good? <laughs> okay. Um, and Kate, you're a board member for Inside Out. Yeah. Uh, my name is Kate Ashoff. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I've been working with Inside Out for about two years now. Um, I was uh, the chair for about eight months, um, but now I'm just sitting on the board and doing volunteer work. Okay, great. That must keep you very busy, I imagine. Um, yes and no. We have a really good team. We have a lot of people involved, so it's, it's not too much commitment. Okay. How many people are on your board, for example? On our board, I think we've got about 11 at the moment. We've just um, got a whole bunch of new people in who are all very, like, intellectual and talented and amazing. So it's really nice to have a bit more of a solid team and going mm. forward, yeah. Could you tell me a little bit more about Inside Out's mission and yeah. what you guys do? So, I mean, like you said, the kind of the slogan for Inside Out is that we're, we're working towards making Aotearoa a safer place for young people of diverse genders, sexualities and sex characteristics. Um, what this work looks like is a lot of different things. Um, we have our Queer Straight Alliances Leaders Group, which is um, essentially leaders from different high schools, um, and we meet monthly and just kind of hang out and see how their groups are going, um, you know, see what's happening in their schools, if they need extra, extra support. Um, yeah, we currently support more than five schools in Wellington and more than 
15 nationally. Wow. Yeah. So high schools? High school students, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they kind of um, will have students coming to us who are trying to set up like a support group for queer students and, you know, rainbow-identified young people at their school. Um, yeah, and we'll just essentially kind of like support that happening, so like giving them resources and um, education and kind of like doing doing a lot of peer problem solving like with each other and letting them kind of support each other through that process. All right, so you, you sort of do some facilitation? Yeah, right. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we have a, a school, Wellington Schools coordinator, Bronwyn, who, um, yeah, she does all that work, yeah. Great. Um, is that quite a regular thing or is it just on an as-needed um, basis? It is. It's So we have monthly uh, leaders meetings um, for our you know young people in Wellington specifically. Um, but, I mean, in general, we also have um, Shift Hui, which we run generally in the April school holidays each year, which we have about 50 young people and 50 volunteers um, generally will go somewhere in the greater Wellington region. Um, um, we often go to a Marae. Um, and we'll kind of have about three or four days of just kind of, um, I guess, like learning stuff around around facilitation and around issues within the community and um, stuff about looking after your own mental health and uh, healthy relationships and just kind of all this education we feel that's really, really helpful for our young people to have and for them to be able to take as leaders back into their own communities. Yeah. You're quite young yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Do you think that really helps with relating to what some of these people oh, are going I through? I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm very, very lucky. I'm 20. I'm very lucky to be in the position that I am. And our entire organisation is youth, for, by youth, for youth. So um, our national coordinator, Tabby, who founded the organisation, I believe she's only 24 or 25 at this time. And, you know, she's already received a Queen's Young Leaders Award. <laughs> and, like, Amazing. I think I think it's something about our community, especially, like, we have all these young people who are so ready to do this work and commit and actually just kind of know what they're doing and are ready just to get on with it and actually make really significant changes. And I think, like, young people in the Rainbow community can see that, other people maybe aren't making these changes and so that it is a lot of the time up to them to do that work. Right. Um, just quickly, mm. a thought that came to me. Is Auntie Dana's the op shop to do with you guys? Or? No, so Auntie Dana's um, is run by an organisation called Gender Minorities Aotearoa um, who they kind of more focus on quite specifically um, resources for people who are like trans or gender diverse. Um, so, yeah, that's not us, but we do have a really close working relationship right. with them. Yeah, I imagine there's probably a few organisations you have relationships with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who do you get funding from? Do you have particular oh, funding? Partners? Funding, yeah. Funding partners. So, yeah, we are a um, non-government organisation, so um, we generally get a fair bit of funding from Ministry of Youth Development. Sometimes Ministry of Ed will fund things. Um, Ministry of Social Development, the Rural Foundation. Um, Charity, yeah, just there's just lots of like you know different kind of funding schemes for people who are doing this kind of work in the communities that yeah we generally go for and right, we've so been pretty successful. Too, it does, things. yeah. We had a patch uh, like coming into this year, we were quite financially uh, like insecure and we we're quite sure what was gonna gonna happen, but we've been quite lucky. 
So. It's quite huge what you're doing. When I was just well, looking yeah. at the website, you've got a lot of projects going on. Yeah, and I, I think especially we've been able to do what we do because of the people we're working with. It's not because we've got like big chunks of money to do this stuff. It's actually because we've got people who believe in the work and are really passionate about it. And, and a committed yeah. team, right. Yeah. Um, now you've told me about the shift here. Mm. Oh, I also noticed that you actually do come into Access Radio occasionally and have a radio yes. show. Yeah, we do. So uh, we have a group of volunteers who run a show called Speak Out Radio. Um, and I believe it's fortnightly. Um, and we just kind of, it's just a space for people to come in and kind of share maybe about some of the work we've been doing or maybe the work they're doing in their own communities or schools or workplaces. Um, you know, sometimes we'll touch on stuff that's happening nationally or globally. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess if anybody thinks, oh, I've got some stuff to say, I should just contact you guys. Oh, yeah, of course. Contact Inside Out. Okay. Um, how did you personally come to be involved with Inside mm-hmm. Out? What made you want to be involved? Um, so I went to Wellington East Girls College here in Wellington, mm-hmm. um, and Inside Out is based here in Wellington. So I kind of Inside Out was supporting my Queer Straight Alliance, my my group at high school that you know um, students were leading, and I had friends who were leading that at the time. Um, and just kind of from the guidance we'd had from people like Tabby, who's our national coordinator, um, and you know, having just like having Inside Out come into our school and like share stuff um, about the work they were doing, I was like, oh wow, like you know, I'm finishing up high school, like this, like this looks amazing. This is kind of like I've got this energy and this passion and this drive to do this work that I'd already been doing within my high school, um, and it was kind of like, oh cool, I can do this like in the real world. So, yeah, great. Yeah, you already had experience. And yeah. That's cool too because you had those connections and did mm. you um, already know some of the people? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think um, Inside Out's really all about giving young people opportunities to grow and to advance their skills and to, like, learn. And, like, you know, the past two years I've gotten experience um, you know, governing a board of trustees of a national organisation, which, you know, I would have never gotten otherwise because, you know, there's just really not those opportunities for young people coming out of high schools. So, you know, I think, yeah, we're very much, um, yeah, we believe in the young people around us and know that they're quite capable. Yeah. Do you get quite a bit of feedback from the people you're working with, from the young people? Um, yeah, I mean, especially, um, so with our, with Shift Hui, which is, we run once a year, we always do, um, we always run a survey after that about people's experiences, and, you know, it comes up with statistics kind of like, you know, 100% of participants, um, were satisfied, you know, with their time, and like, you know, they feel it they're able now to like make a difference in their community or they feel safer or they feel affirmed and like you know you get lines from kids who are like 14 saying like you know now I feel a part of a community or now I you know quite quite serious like kind of around like oh now I have a reason to like stay alive because like I've actually I like you know, I found this community, I found people who understand me and, like, actually will just take me as me and won't ask me to change and, like, that that kind of stuff. Like, every time I talk about it, I just cry because I'm just, like, it makes you realise... Because we only reach 50 young people with our hui each year, you know, roughly, you know, plus our volunteers. And it's just, like, you think about all the other young people who could be accessing that, but, like, because we don't have that funding, you know, right. to, you know, do that work... Um, you know, that we can't reach. So I think, yeah. 
yeah, pretty special stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess that would be a dream list. You must have a dream list of things. Oh, yeah, no, we have a little uh, list up on the office wall of things we want, like a petting zoo and, like, all sorts of, like, weird, fun things, you know. Yeah. It's like you're very good at brainstorming. Yes. Very creative yeah. team. Yeah, very on task. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, more hooey would be yeah. something that would be helpful. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we recognise that it's really important for our young people to be able to meet each other and just connect and just kind of see, you know, um, how other people are dealing with these lived experiences that we know um, specifically rainbow people have, yeah. Um, so I was just wondering uh, for just individuals mm. in the community, uh, what's something you could do to make young people of minority genders and sexualities safer or to give them a greater sense of belonging just mm. in your everyday life? Yeah, I think... Um, there's lots of different little things you can do, but one of the things we've identified through our work um, is, like, visual symbols. So, like, stuff like having, you know, um, inclusive, like, rainbow posters on walls or stuff about, you know, like, um, you know, this is a safe space or that kind of thing. And, um, you know, we often, like, encourage, like, high school teachers or youth workers to, like, introduce um, themselves with their pronouns. So, like, at the beginning I was like, hi, my name's Kate, I use they-them pronouns. And you might say, oh, I use she-her pronouns, you know. So it just kind of little ways that you can create space for people to exist in different ways. Yeah, yeah you're showing that there's options. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a direct, you know, like, oh, I support, da-da-da-da-da. It can just, you know... Yeah, it's about using inclusive language and, um, yeah, how you talk about things in the world and, yeah. I mean, that definitely sounds like something that everybody could do with some training in, uh, but particularly teachers. Yeah. Is that something, do you go and talk to teachers as well as Yeah, students? we do, yeah. Um, I believe today Tabby was going to Sacred Heart, I think, to speak with teachers there about kind of um, different ways that they can um, support queer students or ones who are questioning. Mm -hmm. um, and we have um, an entire education programme that we're currently developing, um, which we um, occasionally roll out to workplaces or um, for teachers. But, yeah, we're trying to kind of get more social enterprise kind of language around it and kind of really just professionalise the learnings that we're already sharing. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like anything that works on inclusion mm. is good for everybody. Well, uh, you would think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so, for sure. Yeah, because, <laughs> um, yeah, there's lots of different ways of being, mm. <laughs> whether it's around sexuality or neurodiversity or yes. yeah. ethnicity or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it sounds like you're doing great work along mm. that front. Um, what are some of the ways people could get involved? Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're quite interested in our work and what we do, um, we have an email, which is uh, hello at insideout.org.nz. Um, yeah, and essentially, yeah, we're always kind of taking on volunteers. Um, you know, there's not always work to do, but, you know, we always kind of, we have a Facebook group and we just kind of present opportunities to people and if they're interested, they can take them and, you know, there's stuff from, like, recording receipt information from stuff we do or to, you know, doing stuff like this, uh, speaking on the radio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's plenty, plenty of opportunities and we're really always happy to have more help. Great. So people could just lurk on the Facebook page first. Oh, one. No, we and definitely you know? have a lot who do that <laughs> yeah. and that's okay because that, that's what works for them. But then, you know, they might come on board for one particular project mm. and that'd be really helpful. And, you know, yeah, it's all about, I think, responding to what people can give and what works for them. Yeah. Do you get uh, many organisations approaching you for help? 
Oh, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, I think, um, you know, from what I've kind of heard from other board members and stuff, I think often there's a kind of this expectation for us to just, like, give out the information for free and just kind mm. of, like, just because, you know, we're educating on our community. And so, like, of course we would want to do that. But um, I think something that I'm slowly learning, like, as an individual and as through this work is that um, we actually do have really valuable knowledge and that, like... I guess having that respected and having that, you know, compensated, whether that be through pay or through something else, um, is quite important. Yeah. Just to kind of set a standard of, like, actually, no, this is information worth paying for and information, like, like in consulting that is actually yeah. really valuable. Yeah, I mean, you're providing professional development to yeah. who you're dealing with. And... Yeah. Right. Um just look at what are the, some other ideas you guys have for future projects other than the petting zoo and oh my goodness <laughs> um I mean we're currently trying to set up um a office space in Wellington with a few other rainbow organizations because we'd quite like to have like a little hub of all of us kind of working together so we can you know it's really that kind of that one-stop shop kind of thing like you know if you're a young person well we've got services here or if you're an older person okay you know we can direct you to these people and um yeah, I think that is just, you know, the Wellington property market is a bit difficult. So that's just something we're, you know, working through um, at the moment. Yeah. So Inside Out's niche is young people. Yeah, young people in schools. In schools specifically. Yeah, yeah. Right. whereas like you have Rainbow Youth who are based in Auckland um, doing amazing work and they kind of do young people, but like outside of schools, like, you know, like, you know, um, after school or like in the weekend and like that kind of stuff and so you know there's a lot of people doing work in very similar areas but we do have like quite distinctive you know um, goals yeah all right gotcha okay um and I had a question around that and it's just mm. gone away out of my head <laughs> I mean I guess it might be useful to hear who some of those other groups are as well yeah so um people we're currently working with uh gender minorities Aotearoa um, they're currently based um, in Abel Smith Street um, at 128 uh, Socialist House, which is where Auntie Dana's op shop is, which you mentioned earlier. Um, Rainbow Youth, who are in Auckland. Um, yeah, and they, like I said, they also work with young people, um, but not specifically in schools. Um, so they're kind of like a outside-of-school support program. Um, we also have in Wellington Outer Spaces, who do similar work to what Rainbow Youth does in Auckland, um, but they also offer, they have Schools Out, which is um, a programme for young people, kind of after school, kind of hangout space, but they also have things like Transform, which is for um, trans and gender diverse people, um, I think from ages like 14 up, you know, essentially. So just kind of different ways of uh, forming and finding community. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel like uh, Wellington's gender diverse community has its own unique character? to maybe some of the other centres? Um, I would imagine so. I mean, I'm not super... F like, I think we're so lucky to be in Wellington. Like, I have a re really good friend who lives in Greymouth and just talking to them about the experiences of, like, they've only recently set up a group um, at the local polytech, um, you know, to support rainbow people and just kind of, like, you know, they don't have any very specific uh, youth groups and, like, you know, the whole of West Coast is managed by an organisation called Qtopia and I think, 
yeah, I think we're so lucky to have in Wellington so many rainbow orcs so close to each other doing all this work together. But um, the further out you get from main centres, um, you know, less people, less funding. Um, Just less ideas know. and sharing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's super difficult to kind of um, have this stuff thriving in smaller communities. Because it doesn't mean the need isn't there. It just means that, um, yeah, I think it boils down to funding quite yeah, and just, yeah, distance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think we are lucky in Wellington. Oh, yeah. And also, I would add that um, right now in mm. history, yes. <laughs> in time, that you know about the groups that are down in Greymouth and the West Coast. Yeah. I'm thinking when mm. I was in high school, I wouldn't have known what was happening yeah. there. And um, do you find the, um, do you use the internet? a lot in connecting or do you find that it's more of a face-to-face? I think so. I think that, like, I think especially for young Roma people, they're very, very lucky to have the internet because we can kind of, you know, form these online groups and online safe spaces that aren't actually um, existing, you know, in people's towns and rural communities. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty opportune, like, way to make these connections. Obviously, I think doing this kind of work it is I think it is more ideal to be in person to actually make those quite genuine connections um especially like a lot of the stuff you know people are sharing can be quite vulnerable or quite sensitive and so like you know like especially if a young person is in distress it's always good to have someone there on the ground with them um but um we're able to have quite a few of these conversations online um at this point in time yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, even um, just my personal experience that even over the last few years I've noticed with my kids, mm. the sex education at school these days is so much better yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. And it's a lot more comprehensive and so in a way it, at least kids are knowing, oh, there are these yeah. different things and like maybe I'm not the only one or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I know we had some uh, young people from Wellington High who actually developed um, a PowerPoint and we had it checked off by family planning um, for, for for their group around kind of like rainbow sex ed specifically because that was something they noticed their school wasn't um, supplying, you know, to the kind of the standard they were looking for. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so they're really proactive on that. Oh, yeah. Um, Young people these days are amazing. I completely agree. (laughs) And I could, like, honestly just gush about Rainbow Young People for hours and hours because, like, yeah, I'm just so constantly inspired by the work that these people are doing because, like, it, it just matters to them so much and it's not just about them and what will kind of, um you know, increase their own needs and validity. It's mm. actually, it's really about other people. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, um, probably needing to wrap up. So is there anything else you were wanting to mention? Or um, no, I think not. But, um, yeah, just want to thank you and the group who are putting together that clothing swap. I think um, you talked about before uh, things that can make pe- rainbow people feel safer. And I just think, like, inclusive events like that, like, it doesn't, it's not a lot of work, but it makes a lot of difference. So, yeah, actually, I read something that Tabby said even about mentioning if there are unisex toilets or gender-neutral yeah, toilets. And, you yeah. know, and actually, I wouldn't have, that wouldn't have necessarily occurred to me to yeah. always mention that in an invitation for an event. Yeah. And that's just something I'll now use and pick up because it's like, oh, that's really easy to do. Well, that's the thing, I think. At the <laughs> end of the day, people just want to be accepted and mm. know that there is a space for them to mm. exist in. And I think, yeah, we're definitely on our way to creating that. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Telling us we're inside out. What a great inspirational organisation. Mm.
Yeah, what an inspiring hearing you two just talk too. So good stuff. All right, that brings us about to the end of B Side Stories for this week. Um, just thought we would go back oh, to Seniors Week. Had a look online and there are lots of cool events happening for the older people of Wellington this week. Um, Where can we find out about that if, if anybody, an elderly person is listening or you know somebody who might be interested? So the Wellington City Council has it on their website, wellington.gov.nz. I imagine they have printed brochures as well, especially with their target audience not always being connected to computers. Sure. Um, but just flicking through what they've got, there's tours of Government House, there's Tai Chi, there's an Agatha Christie movie and Devonshire Tea afternoon. <laughs> there's quizzes, there's um, an Oceania film festival, um, board games, art and craft. Yeah. Should I keep on going? Senior soup and slices. Lots of fun things. <laughs> mm. And yeah, good time to think about the older people in your life, I guess. And I mean, obviously, we're always thinking about <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> seniors, but I am off to watch She Shares, the sharing documentary that was mentioned in the first half of our show, um, that one of the editors was creating a page for this sharer, um, and that's on in cinemas around Wellington at the moment. Sounds great. I'll definitely check that one out. Cool. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye, Wellington. That program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.